Hey guys, it's Ash here, and I'm doing something a little different. I'm walking Jupiter, and I'm doing a solo. And it's not that I don't respect having excellent audio for you, but some inspiration was coming to me, and I wanted to just share it with you. So I've been feeling really excited about life lately, excited about the book, and not just excited about the book, but I don't know if you know this, notice this, when whenever you put something out there that is kind of a representation of the next version of you. It's almost like new ideas are coming through. And I don't know, I just want to encourage you with your work to ask yourself, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're in the workforce, like what can you do right now to level up? Like what project can you put out there that feels like an edge, that feels deep inside of you, that feels like it's coming from the heart, that if you put that project out there, you're leveling up. It's calling forward more of you and it's making you become someone bigger and more and expanding because with me putting the U-turn book out there, it's like all this new energy is coming around me and you're seeing it in my solo casts. And I don't know. It's like with that is coming up, I think some old trauma and memories. And I want to remind you that that's what happens. So whenever we're leveling up, it's like our ego is going to grab us by the ankles And it's going to say to us, do you actually want this? Is this actually who you are? And it even happened in my relationship with William. Like, when it came to things with William, I I don't know. It's like in the past, I'd never let a relationship last forever. I had five-year relationships, two-year relationships, and I'd always been doing my personal development work, and none of them were actually the one, the person I'm going to choose. I don't necessarily believe there's one person you spend your life with that is the only one person for you, but I do believe you can choose to spend it with one. And that's the choice that I want to make. And with William, it was a huge level up for me. First of all, he's super exact. He notices everything. He notices like little parts of me I want to hide, little things about me I don't want people to see. And so in my relationship with him, I was leveling up and it brought up old trauma. It brought up like, oh, wow, last time I settled into a connection, it didn't work out or whatever those fears are. And so in my career right now with the U-turn book, it's like that leveling up, that inspiration, that soul work is calling me into another level of work. And it's bringing up old trauma and old fears that are simply here for me to heal. And by the way, it's so embarrassing that I'm breathing this hard, just walking with a dog. Like, I think I'm a little out of shape. (laughs) Anyway, so I think with my book coming out and people reading it, it's almost bringing up for me this feeling of like, last time things were going well in my career and I had a lot of success, I lost all of my money. And it's funny because when we look at trauma, there's like a little bit of victimization sometimes to it. Like you feel these feelings and If you're not doing the work, you're not noticing them or you're not realizing they're all fake and an illusion and you can change them. And so for me, it's like, oh, wow, I remember what success feels like. Like my business has been doing really, really well past couple of years and I haven't really talked about it much just because I think of this old trauma and because I don't think, you know, who really cares how well my business is doing? You know what I mean? Like I'm here to serve. But it's interesting noticing how as I do better, my body is remembering what it felt like to fail because my body associates feelings of doing well, feelings of feeling good with failure. So my question for you today is how do you relate 
to feeling good in your career and in your life or in your relationship? Like where does your body start to resist the good feelings? Where does your body start remembering when something didn't go over well? Where does it start holding on to trauma and noticing it? And this is that little set point, that little sweet spot. Well, it's kind of like a bitter spot where you start to self-sabotage if you don't notice it, right? Like, you know, if I'm not comfortable with feeling good because last time I lost everything and I probably lost everything last time because of my own trauma, you know, having a dad who also lost everything in his career, that was probably what triggered, you know, the mindset that I had then probably triggered a lot of financial loss. And that's the thing about manifesting. You can manifest, you can channel, you can hold energy, you can want what you want, you can feel the good feelings, you can question the beliefs. But I hadn't learned up until this point, I hadn't committed to learning how to keep manifesting good things. So what I learned was how to manifest something and then it would disappear. I didn't learn how to hold the vibration of that thing, of that person that I needed to be and to keep it. And that was trauma that blocked me. Essentially, it was me that blocked me. And so in your life right now, my question for you is where are you blocking the good feelings? And what trauma is coming up as you are trying to get to your next level? And what would your next level look like for you? And what heartfelt project, what soul project can you take on that is going to honor your next level? What would that look like for you? And you don't have to know the answers. I think one of the biggest mistakes we make in our career is when we are in transition and we want to force transition. It's almost like looking at a beautiful flower that's blooming and trying to force it open, right? So how can you allow yourself to be where you are right now? How can you allow the transition and how can you just let life be with you in the question of what does your next level look like if you don't have the answer? All right, hopefully the wind wasn't crazy. Jupiter is like pulling me down the block right now. I'm sending you love. I want to start just sharing with you when the inspiration hits because I've learned that inspiration and genius is like a little fleeting visitor. So sending you love. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast.
or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam, on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.